Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, you health renaissance people. Yes, if you had any um, confusion about us being in the dark ages, we absolutely are. All you got to do is turn on the news and uh, you figure their um, police are being wiped out. They're setting up autonomous zones, which are completely lawless. I mean, it is uh, crazy. Uh, so let's just start. Today we're going to talk about um, how to eliminate back pain, which is kind of weird because if you look at symptoms, symptoms are there to tell you that there's a problem. I know that, that oh my God, that makes so much sense. So think of this. If you've had back pain, neck pain, something, there's a, a reason for it. Uh, now, but first, we have to go over um, some of the psychosis that's going out there because your body needs oxygen. And anxiety and stress stimulate the muscles on either side of the spine. You don't have conscious control of these muscles. They, they're, they're called postural muscles and the increase in tone under physical, chemical, or emotional stress. So when you look at uh, the United States, okay, and what you're going to hear continually is uh, mass media education of you. So if you're watching CNBC, NBC, ABC, whatever, uh, you're going to get the same message because it's orchestrated. We ha now have a completely controlled media. Um, I think North Korea could get tips from us. But if you hear daily new cases rising, it's coming back, okay? It's, it's all of these cases. Yeah, deaths are going down, though. Okay, and what does that mean? That means that they're testing more people, and they're finding out that more people have this. They already had it. They either went through an illness, and we know with this um, COVID that uh, you're talking 85% don't even have symptoms, and so they will test positive. And so it's not massive rallies or anything, and there's, there's some states that require masks. Some people don't require masks. Uh, but the death rates are falling every day. The cases are rising every day because they're testing. So do not get sucked into the media porn. The fear porn is amazing. Uh, now, when we're looking at the news and we're seeing people tearing down statues, okay, this is our history, whether you like it or not. Um, I got to tell you, I was at the state capitol uh, in the rotunda, and this was just back in December last year, and inside there I saw an extremely offensive um, a, a statue or, or carving inside of the, the marble there of Daniel Boone crushing, uh, shooting an Indian and crushing the neck. But the Indians had this weird caricature that, that you know, it looked almost like a kabuki mask. And that was the, the time, that was the era, you know, Manifest Destiny. I mean, America wanted to take over people's lands. And if you said that they're a, a beautiful, peace-loving people that has a massive history and a culture, then, then the public would have been dissuaded from that, uh, attacking them or taking their lands. But if you made that caricature of them and demonized them and made them less human, then, you know, America was able to do that. So it, we shouldn't tear that down, even though I found it offensive. It's part of our history. And so w when you're looking at this, they're going to tear down a statue of um, Teddy Roosevelt, 
I mean, it, 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 just mind-blowing, mind-blowing. The, the lack of appreciation or understanding, it, this is just the, the uneducated mob. So let's look at how to get, how to get you healthy. Well, there's three um, stressors, and this is physical, chemical, and emotional stress. All three of these are going to negatively affect you, absolutely. The weird thing is your body's going to respond the same way. So let's say you're physically stressed. By let, let's say you're actually following the advice of shelter in place, even though there's no data to support it. Let's, let's say you're wearing a mask everywhere. Now think of this. If you're wearing a mask, um, the theory is that if you're sick, you're not going to give it to people. However, if you're wearing an N95 mask, your air is unobstructed when it leaves you. So it's not protecting those around you. It's just making you less vulnerable to certain particulate matter. But then it's also limiting oxygen up to 20%, which puts you in oxidative stress, weakening your immune system. So how long are you going to live in fear? How long are you going to live in fear? How long will you give up um, touching, hugging, connection with people? Okay, because this is the new normal. Because if you lose that connection with people, your only connection will be electronic. Okay, and that's where people are heading, uh, and it, which makes it a very, very easily controlled population because you can control all the information. So, so just be aware that that is the underlying. I mean, and think of it. If somebody sneezes and you're wearing a mask, that sneeze is going to go on your clothes, your face, your hair, everything. Um, so unless you're washing all your clothes and you're not touching the mask, um, after each time, or you're wearing a full-on suit, and that's not only is it not practical, but it will weaken your immune system. So let's lose the masks and lose the social isolation. That's just foolishness. But now let's look at how the body works. Okay, we have natural curves, and the natural curves, when it curves in the front, like in the neck and low back, that's called a lordosis. When the back curves out, that's called a kyphosis. Now, one of the, the biggest problems with backs now is sitting. Uh, because sitting, when you sit, you flatten out the lordata curve of the low back. And that flattening out the curve actually reverses the discs because normally the discs are wide at the front, narrow at the back, and the nerves come out of the back. But when you sit, you actually widen the opening where the nerves come out. And so it feels better. I know that seems odd, but it feels better even though you're doing damage. Like one of the absolute worst things that you can do is to lay on your back with both your knees bent. Why? Because what does that do? It flattens out the lordotic curve and it reverses the disc, but it takes pressure off so you feel better. The problem is when you go to stand up, you're not going to be moving well. So when you're looking at um, sitting, the correct posture to sit is to have like a water bottle behind you. Now, this is really important. If you have just like a liter water bottle, we use a four-inch foam uh, block, and the foam block is super, super strong, solid. It's, it's really hard to compress. That foam block is paste, placed at the bottom of your elbow is the bottom of the foam block or, or a liter bottle of water. And so it's up right at the junction of the rib cage and low back. And you put it there for 20 minutes, and you take it out for 10 minutes. 20 minutes in, 10 minutes out. Now, this is at the, the junction of the rib cage and low back, so higher than a lumbar support. 
And what this is going to do, this is going to create a negative pressure on the front of the spine because it's putting the curve back. Now, this exercise works for people in wheelchairs. It works for people that are truck drivers or pilots. So, But it's back there for 20 minutes and taken out for 10 minutes. Now, why would 20 minutes be the, the key? Because human tissue is unique. If you put it under a force loading for 18 minutes, it maintains the shape of that. That's called a, a plastic elastic deformation curve. Elastic means it springs back. Plastic means it deforms into a new position. So if you put it back there for 20 minutes, take it out for 10 minutes, that is going to be amazing. You're going to start to change uh, your, your, the abnormal biomechanics when you sit. Now, when you look at um, the neck, getting the curve back in the neck is hugely important. Now, the, the neck and low back, you have to get it assessed first with a, by a chiropractor, and they've got to do a thorough structural assessment. If you're going to a chiropractor that doesn't take x-rays, that's okay. They're going to be good for symptoms, okay? But they're not going to be able to correct the problem because they're not using an objective analysis. And knowing that 90% of the nerves that come off the spine, there's no pain fibers, you have to have that object, that analysis that you can show that's changed. So you're not just working on, on symptoms. Because symptoms go fairly quickly. But what we need to do is to restore those natural curves. So when I tell you to use that water bottle behind you or, or that foam piece placed at the bottom of the elbow is the bottom of the, the foam piece, so it's right at the, at the rachial-lumbar junction, um, if it hurts when you put it back there, don't do it. Okay, You need to get stress x-rays um, and, and static x-rays to find out what the state of that body is. Now, on the neck area, i got to tell you, a normal neck curve is gorgeous. It's called the arc of life. In fact, I actually need my boat arc. <laughs> it really did. It's called Advanced Restorative Clinic, so it's kind of cool. But this, the curve in the neck is hugely important. Now, the curve in the neck has got the cardiac and respiratory center, the brain stem right at the top. You've got the brachial plexus, so all the nerves that supply the, the shoulder, arm, hand, everything come out of the base of the neck. You've got the nerve to the diaphragm, so the breathing muscle comes out of C3, C4, C5, so right in the middle of the neck. So you're looking at so many important things. So all the nerves apply to the hands and shoulders, the cardiac and re respiratory center, so that means your parasympathetic nerve supply to the heart, and the nerve that supplies the diaphragm, all in the neck. So is the neck important or is the neck important? Absolutely. Now, some of the best exercises, but again, you've got to get that stress x-ray before you start doing these. Um, because if you have a reversal of the curve in the neck, that means that normally a neck curves in the front. If yours is curving backwards, and we see this all too common, that reverse curve can, can irritate the tissue if you just start doing this exercise. Now, I'm going to describe the exercise, but imagine if you're sitting at a kitchen table and you put your elbows on the kitchen table, you put your thumbs underneath your chin, and you're lifting the chin up, not back. Now, that's going to cause a little distractive force, but then the key is you deep breathe because deep breathing is going to increase the intrathecal pressure and force fluid back into those joints. 
That's the key. So you put it under a force loading. You're lifting your chin up, so you're getting a bit of the curve back. And deep breathing is the key because that allows fluid to flow into the discs, and the discs get their nutrients through movement or imbibition. And so that breathing is hugely important. Now, if you do that and you feel symptoms down your arms or hands or, or it's uncomfortable, don't do it. Okay, you might have to only lift it up a part way. You might have to put a towel around your neck and do passive, gentle stretches. There's going to be a lot of different things that you can do in order to get the curve back. But look at the, the position that most people are in. Their head is down and forward, and that's stretching or pulling on the brainstem. And, and so that is absolutely not good. And I don't know if you've seen... Um, uh, the the old thing a couple of years ago that people are growing horns from using cell phones. That's not really true. But on the back of the skull, there's an external occipital protuberance. Okay, And all that means it's on the occipital bone. But the muscles that support the head stop there. And so if those muscles are pulling on that bone on a consistent basis, we actually see a little, um, the ligament starts to ossify, and we see it looks like a, a bone, like a, um, a horn. Uh, but that's only because you're doing something that you're not designed to do. See, as a human, you're supposed to bend, turn, twist, and we have a really mobile uh, neck. And, it's a, and you got to figure your head turns about 80 degrees either side. So it's a 160-degree rotation, and, and everything is important in there, and it's like that, so you can see for danger or food or survive, and it's worked out really well. But with, when you look at modern stresses, like driving in a car, imagine if you were to propel your body from zero or stop to 50 miles an hour, okay, and say 100 feet, and then you decelerate from 50 miles an hour to zero in another 100 feet. And that's just driving down Beach Boulevard, okay? So that's going to cause a straightening of the curve in the neck. And typically, we'll see birth trauma that causes a problem in the neck. So, you know, and it could be vacuum extraction. Kids nowadays are getting Pitocin, or, or the mom is getting Pitocin and an epidural, which causes a huge amount of neck issues because that Pitocin initiates contractions before the cervix is really dilated. And, and it's not just uterine contractions that help that kid come out. Okay, the mom has to be involved in this. And when you give a hormone to supersede or go, go beyond what she's ready for, that can cause damage in the kid. That's why we're, you see about a 40 to 60% increase in autism if the mom was given Pitocin. Now, one of the signs to check to see if kids have um, problems with their neck after birth is ear infections. I know it sounds odd, but you figure 97% of all ear infections has kids um, are ear effusions, which means that it's not an infection that the, um, the ear is actually filling up with fluid. See, when you understand that, that when you swallow, and just try it, swallow, Hear that little crackling in your ears? What you just did, you flex the soft palate, and that soft palate um, opened and closed these station tubes, and the station tube drains the middle ear. And so if you have that, that soft palate compromised, and that comes from upper cervical problems, typically birth, 
then you're not going to be able to swallow and open and close those eustachian tubes. So the ear is going to fill up with fluid. Now, a well-meaning but ignorant doctor will give an antibiotic, which destroys the normal gut flora, but he's seeing a red bulging tympanic membrane. And they're not taught to look at the structure or to even think that the birth process was traumatic. Even though you're talking in America, it's one of the highest birth trauma rates in the world. We're talking 18 per thousand, uh, higher than any other industrialized country. And, of course, that happens to do with, um, you know, the silver nitrate, the vitamin K shot that is polysorbate 80, the hepatitis B shot that they get within 12 hours old. So we're already stimulating that child's immune system with inflammatory responses. So that's, that's going to be eventually not good. Um, I know. I know. It's like, duh. Gee, really? Injecting somebody with... Um, a synthetic um, <laughs> material in animal proteins can cause a negative effect on the immune system. I know. What the heck? Okay, so so we got to get the curves back in the neck and the curves back in the low back. And that's going to be the key. E- even when you're talking about scoliosis. One of the things with scoliosis is that that normally you have a 45-degree curve in the neck, 33 in the mid-back, and 36 inside of the lumbar. And when you're looking at this on scoliosis, there's pretty much either a 100% loss of curve or reversal of the curve. So the body starts to develop a lateral deviation called a scoliosis in order to adapt. So one of the ways to correct the scoliosis is to restore the normal back-to-front curves, and that's hugely important. And those normal curves are going to be the key. Now, so you can put a towel around the base of your neck, pull down with about two pounds of pressure, and look up. And again, if you have surgery, if you have any kind of you know, high medication use, You've got to get checked by a chiropractor before you do any of these. Uh, remember, it is a weird world. If I said, look, you know, you're normal human, you could do this, it, it's like inversion tables. Inversion tables are fantastically good for you, where you put your feet in something and hang your body down. They're great, but I don't recommend them for Americans because Americans are ridiculously toxic. I mean, it, you know, there's very, very few Americans that have an organic plant-based diet and very few Americans that are drug-free. And so if you are have a toxic standard American diet and you're taking medications, you should never do an inversion. Because if you're upside down, that's going to increase the pressure inside of the brain a lot. And if your blood's not healthy, that can cause damage. But now if you do have a healthy organic diet, you're drug-free, and you have, you know, you've already been checked by a chiropractor, then it's fantastically good for you. I mean, it can decompress those joints. It'd be amazing. And now I'm going to show you another exercise, and this is hugely important. When you're sitting, um, and this goes with every secretary, every engineer, every pilot, every truck driver, you're sitting on the butt bone, okay, the ischial tube. And what this does, this destabilizes the pelvis. Now, there's no muscle that crosses the back half of the pelvis. So pelvises are perfect unless people are sitting a lot. And you could also have a trauma there where, you, you know, you jumped off a horse and you landed on your butt or something. Um, but pelvic instability is hugely important. 
And so now, in order to correct the back, you're going to be doing that water bottle trick, okay, as long as it doesn't hurt. And then you can do a modified cobra. What that's going to be is you lay in your tummy and act like your belt is bolted down to the ground. And you're going to do small push-ups, still leaving that belt bolted to the ground. But if you do four or five of these, and if, if it hurts or gets worse while you're doing it, then that's not appropriate. And I'd recommend you get checked by a chiropractor before you start doing it, but this is one of the greatest exercises. Also, if you're sitting in a chair, put your legs out really, really wide, so almost like you're doing a plie with, with a, like a ballet dancer. So when you're sitting up, sit up straight, but bring your legs out really, really wide. Now, that's going to feel good because that's approximating the pelvis. And that also means you've got to get a trochanter support. Now, a trochanter support is a band of tissue that has, um, that has Velcro and elastic, and it goes one inch below the top of the pelvis, and this stabilizes the pelvis. So this literally takes the pressure off. And you're going to use it when you're standing or walking, but also knowing that the pelvis is off, in order to correct the spine, we've got to make sure the feet are working correctly. And, and you'll see typically on their long-term back issues that there's going to be bunion formation, there's going to be poor sleep patterns, there's going to be a lot of different problems. So one of the ways that we correct that and stabilize, because you can't just deal with the back pain as if it's coming from the back. You've got to look at the biomechanics of the feet. You've got to look at the knees. You've got to look at the, the hips, the pelvis. You've got to look at, at how the person sleeps, the health of the blood, and how their physical, chemical, and emotional stress are. Because you have to address all three of those. Otherwise, they're not going to get better. And if, I mean, if they're living in America in 2020 or 2020, uh, it's, uh, uh, this is an insane environment. I mean, you know, I, Andrew Jackson's statue was torn down. I mean, he was an asshole, okay? He really was. And he he stole Indian lands and sold it at a massive profit, okay? But that is part of our history, you know? I, I, personally, I don't have a lot of positive stuff and thoughts about him. But <laughs> let's not destroy this, the, the history, so when you're looking at, at the foot, we have the simplest exercise, and this is going to be very, very simple. You get a block of a 4x4, four four, okay, and it's just 3.5 by 3.5 inches. We cut them about uh, 5 and 7 eighths long, so that way I can, you know, it accounts for the saw blades, so we can get, um, out of a 12-foot length, 24 of them. And um, you put your heel on the ground, the ball of your foot on the block, and then you bend your knee, so you're going to be stretching your calf. Now, normally a calf muscle or the, the knee should go over the toe, but you, what you're going to see in neurologically damaged t teenagers, because you're going to see toe walkers, and that indicates brain damage. You're going to see um, bunion formation on long-term pelvic issues, and sure enough, they're going to have difficult menstrual cycles. If they've been there long-term, they're going to have compromised nerve supply to the pelvic organs, and they'll have ovarian cysts, uterine cysts, um, typically, they're going to have some operations down there. So all of this stuff ties in to the health of the body. Okay, so we have to get the structure of that body working correctly. And so you put your heel on the ground, follow your foot up on the block, 
and bend your knee, and your knee should go over the toes, but you're more than likely going to find out it doesn't, and you hold it for one minute twice a day. And what I'll tell people to do is put it um, where they brush their teeth. So this way, brushing their teeth, they're doing it for a couple of minutes, a couple times a day. Uh, that way they can get the, the exercise in. So it works really good because that's going to stabilize um, one of, it's called dorsiflexion, where that foot comes up. So it's going to change the gait. And so if you have bunion formation and long-term issues like that, get a trochanter support to stabilize the pelvis. The majority of people only need a trochanter support for, oh, say a month, month and a half. Uh, if you have a traumatically induced scoliosis or some severe lumbar issues or any type of surgery anywhere in the body, then that's going to be a challenge. You may need um, the trochanter support for quite a bit longer. Uh, but that trochanter support is hugely important to stabilize the pelvis. So when you're looking at it from the top down, You've got to get the curve back in the neck, and you can assess that through stress x-rays to see if the joints are still working. Um, getting that water bottle or foam piece at the bottom of the elbow is the bottom of the, that, that curve, or the, where the bottom of the bottle is, and you place that bottle 20 minutes in, 10 minutes out, and that's going to start to restore the lumbar curve. And then you stabilize the pelvis, okay, and you do that by either sitting down with your legs out really wide or when you're standing or walking, get a trochanter support. And as long as you're being taken care of by a chiropractor, you'll be okay. Um, you know, corrective chiropractor. We have a list of seven questions to find one, and it's pretty basic. I mean, you figure number one question, do you take x-rays? Because if they're not taking x-rays and 86% of the schools are not teaching chiropractic anymore, you know, just like the insanity um, outside that the news media is portraying, uh, there's still the same insanity in the school system. And so 86% of chiropractic colleges are not teaching chiropractic. Uh, so they're not teaching the value of x-rays. So you need to be able to take an x-ray. If you take a post-x-ray to document what you're actually changing, that would be gold standard. Then... We do nerve scans, like a heart rate variability, a rolling thermoscan, surface electromography, live blood cell analysis, full body thermography. Okay, all of these are objective analysis to see what kind of physical, chemical, or emotional stress you're under. Why are we looking at physical, chemical, and emotional stress for back pain? Well, because those muscles on either side of the spine, you don't have conscious control. They increase in tone under nerve pressure. So if you're not addressing the physical, chemical, and emotional stressors, you're not going to get the person better. And if you are addressing the physical, chemical, and emotional stressors, then you are going to get that person better. So, you know, it's, it's kind of basic symptoms or basic common sense. It, it's like if your car is malfunctioning and you've got bad tires and bad engine and you just keep working on the engine, well, the tires are eventually going to mess up and that's going to cause something else. So look at the overall. It's called holistic, but it's really just flat out common sense. And so look at your body as intelligent. Now, if you have pain, the deadliest thing that you can take is Tylenol. Okay, now nobody knows how that actually works, uh, but it destroys the building block of cartilage. The second deadliest drug you could take is non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. 
Now, again, this destroys the building block of cartilage. So if you're taking an Advil or Motrin or a leave, and for pain relief, it is literally destroying your cartilage. And this is why a lot of medical doctors call damage to the spine degenerative disc disease, even though if you read the greatest biomechanic Bible ever by Punjabi and White, two medical doctors, they say that degenerative disc disease is not a disease, it's not degeneration, it's the end result of a trauma, and it can be corrected. And the reason medical doctors don't see that the body can be corrected is because they prescribe a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory, which destroys the building block of cartilage, proteoglycan production. So, I mean, it's dumb on top of stupid. You know, pretty much the, the way the world is working. Now, we can get our world back. We can get our lives back. But we cannot go along with, with the mainstream. So when you're wearing or when you're seeing someone wearing a mask, ask them, say, why are you wearing a mask? And you're going to get this confused look. And most of the time they're going to say, well, because everyone's supposed to. And just say, look, that decreases oxygen up to 20%. It's not protecting you. The greatest studies on the masks show that it transmits um, a virus, that there's more virus on the outside of the mask than the inside. I mean, it's nuts. Um, when people are taking drugs for symptoms, no symptom is from drug deficiency. Some drugs are needed, like if you have an organ transplant, you're going to need that. But generally, um, <laughs> you're, the, the medications will cause secondary effects that are not desirable. And you could say, duh, your body is made in the image and likeness of God. It gives symptoms for a reason. However, 90% of the nerves that come off the spine, there's no pain fibers. So you have to look at the structure and the nervous system in order to find, identify, and correct the problem. This is Dr. John Bergman, your voice of sanity and reason. God bless you, and I love you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.